I'm Josh Tull. I'm Brett Roberts. And I'm Stephen Hemstreet. Welcome to Haptocast. What's up, everybody? This is Haptocast, episode 5. This is Haptic Intel's podcast where we talk about games and other things that tickle our eyelashes. That's what we do. That's what we are. We're joined again by our good friend, permanent extra host, co-host forever, Stephen Heavenstreet. Welcome back. Thank you again Thank for coming you back. for having me on again. It's good. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still struck by the take. They tickled the eyelashes. Tickled the eyelashes? Yeah. You like that one? Yeah, it was good. It was good? Yeah. All right. Are you going to do a different body part every week? I think I might, yeah. Last week was you, dills. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can go a long way with that. Yeah. I know. There's a well, lot. I feel like dills will be recycled. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Dill's not an actual body part. I mean, I, I guess it could be referenced to... It can be know, any a, body a, part. A penis, penile functioning, if yeah. you will. But once I'm done with body parts, I might move to bones, so... Oh, the tibia. Tickle yeah. our tibias. Tibia, ulnar, radius, you know. We'll get there. Okay. So let's jump right into it. Let's talk and stick our dills right into the puss, and let's talk about the games that we're playing. Let's okay. start. Go Want me to go first? Yeah. All right, so I haven't been playing much different from what I said last week. Um... Although the one, the one main difference on 3DS, I picked up a Mario Luigi Dream Team again. Mm. Um, got that from as a birthday gift actually from good friend Chris. Um, oh. And I was always a fan of the series. I had both Partners in Time and Bowser's Inside Story on DS. Um, and this is the first one in the 3DS line, and the newest one. Uh, it's the crossover with Paper Mario. The name is oh. escaping me right now, but I did that just it. came out last week, I think. Yeah. Very recently, it was. Kind of like okay reviews, like all I, there's a, hasn't been a bad version of that game, but there's like the superior ones of like of course. Superstar Saga, which is the first one on GBA, which I actually have on Wii U Virtual Console. I haven't played that hmm. much, but and Bowser's Inside Story. Um, this one's pretty good. I have like eleven hours in so far. Damn. Yeah. Um, typical turn-based type of gameplay. There's some like. I guess some minigame aspect with how Mario and Luigi work together. There's a lot of utilization of, like, the touchscreen and the gyroscope. And, like, a lot of the emphasis is on, like, Luigi going and, like, the he goes to sleep. And you, as Mario, go in the dream world. But there's, like, a dream Luigi that, like, gives you powers and stuff. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. And I enjoy it. So I always like those games. Yeah. So Sounds interesting. It's cool that it uses the gyroscope and all that. The 3DS. Yeah. To Actually, there was... Let me... Real briefly, there was a battle when Luigi becomes, like, this giant. And you turn the... T- uh, DS sideways like a book and mm-hmm. you like so, so you the, enemy, the screen yeah up. the enemy is on one screen and you're on the touch screen and you have to do like touch screen action so it's pretty cool it uses the the technology the DS has and everything mm. so otherwise nothing really different from last week so alright I've been playing quite a few games I'll mention them right now <sighs> very briefly I purchased the uh, the Star Wars Battlefront PS4 game bundle really cheap 14 bucks i got all the games so i got super star wars bounty hunter uh racer's revenge and there was uh, jedi starfighter jedi right? starfighter yeah. Uh-huh. Jedi in it, yeah and uh they're all pretty good which by the way i forgot to say i found a cheat code to super star wars we can start as han solo or chewy and Ooh. you can start off with lightsaber so it's oh that's pretty cool it's pretty slick and it makes the I game a lot easier i will say I should that. try that yeah um i also picked up a lot of games on the sale that just happened i got vanishing of ethan carter bastion what else did I get? Oh, Terraria, which we've been playing a lot of. Uh, me and our friend Sean and Josh here. And uh, I think that's it. Some Rocket League. Oh, I got Steins Gate on Vita, mm. which is excellent. Excellent game. And that's all I'll say. 
So mine, literally the same as Brett. Um, I beat and 100% advantage and beat the Carter, finally, which was slick. I played it a while ago. That's a game you gave praise it, to. Just from the beginning. Yeah. And then I played it, and I missed so much shit. And let me say this now. Anyone that wants to play this game, I suggest doing it without a guide, at least the main story. Because, I mean, it literally it blew my mind. It's one of the best narrative experiences that I've ever played. Yeah. It, it was absolutely phenomenal. And I loved it. And I knew it was going to like it. I just, it took me a long time to get back to it. But now that it was on PS4, and, I mean, you know. And it was cheap. It was cheap as fuck. Picked it yeah. up, 100% of it. I missed out on that. Yeah. I did use a guide for some of the other trophies, so I can get 100%. But they were like, I'll go here to find this fucking thing that you wouldn't have found otherwise, uh, any other way. Because the game does not hold your hand. It literally, everything it is hidden. That. Everything is hidden. And, that, and I love that text in the beginning where it says, this is a narrative-driven experience that does not hold your hand. Bye. Good luck. Fuck you. It's good. Yeah. You can literally miss huge plot I elements did. so I, easily. I and did. you missed a shit ton wow. in the beginning, my friend. Yeah. Of which I missed, like, before. Like, from where I was in the game, like, those houses, yeah. pretty much a quarter of the way into the game. Yeah. Miss, missed tons of shit back there. Wow. So, that was good. Bastion, which I'm playing now, actually. I'm on, like, the last portion of it now. It's fucking slick. I'm liking it a lot. It's way better than, uh... Transistor. Transistor, which are made by the same people, Supergiant Games. And, uh, I like it. The narrative is good. And I don't want to say too much more until you beat it. Um, Terraria, I've been playing a lot. It's good. I didn't think I was going to like it. And then I also, um, picked up... What's it called? What was the fucking game called? Three Force Home. And I beat that. Oh, I forgot you. Yeah, and 100% that. of that. Yeah. yeah. It was, um... You know, listen. I paid $2 for it. It's literally it's maybe in total to 100% an hour and a half experience. The main story maybe took me 40 minutes. Which is literally, you're just fucking driving along on this little fucking country dill. Right? And it's just... You're on a, com a phone conversation with your mom. And it's in like... I, th I can't remember where they are. But somewhere where there's tornadoes a lot. I think fucking Kansas. I don't fucking remember. And you're on the phone and then tornado sirens happen and then shit goes down. But the ending was nice it was fucking perfect how was the voice it. acting voice acting was good for the most part it needs to be in my opinion yeah um wait actually no there wasn't a voice acting it was all you just read the text it's that's all right. text based that's yeah. cool then it doesn't need to be i guess yeah. i forgot there is no voice acting it's just it's like a it's a visual novel essentially it's hmm. interesting yeah. the thing that pissed me off about it though is that when you're driving you have to like hold in the trigger the whole time mm. what happens if you stop then you, the game pauses so it was it was annoying that I had to like like why couldn't the car just go like it, me driving it literally did nothing. Yeah, that's weird. So, um, that's pretty much it. But before we move on to our topics, there's one little extra schmeck I want to throw in. Um, we got our hands on the division beta, myself and Brett. Yes. I don't know if you did or not, Stephen. No, I did not. And we played it for a few hours this morning. Yes. So we could talk about it. And uh, you know it's okay. Mm -hmm. I agree. Can I go into? Yeah, it. that's it's okay. It's okay, and uh, you basically start off. They give you a couple missions. Uh, I think that the acting is, well, your character has literally no presence at all. Yeah. You are literally just agent number one, thirty-seven million. Like you're just some random guy. Yeah, and he doesn't talk at all. He doesn't do anything, which is good. Because, or girl, you can be a girl. Or a girl. The problem is, or the good thing is, I guess they learned from Watch Dogs that when they tried to make a character and they tried to let you, or they tried to make you be this one specific character. It failed because the character they created for you was Buns. Okay? Aiden Pierce was Buns. Yeah. So they let you make your own guy. They don't give him a voice. They don't give him a story, which I guess is okay. And uh, that's 
it's right. It's it's okay. It's interesting. It's gonna be number one. This is the beta, so it's not a full representation of what the game's gonna be. Mm-hmm. But it's obviously multiplayer driven. You with your friends or your buddies, or whatever, going on missions and doing stuff like that. I mean, the controls are solid for a third person shooter. I really like it. Mm-hmm. And one little thing, I wish the camera was just a little bit lower. Yeah, they set the camera right like, at your the, waist the, above. The camera is like really, it's like a little too high yeah. for me. I hmm. prefer actually lower, which I is noticed that. a minor gripe. You know what I noticed when I was actually messing with the camera? Last week we talked about Anita Sarkeesian, and she was bitching that uh, in a video she made that men in video games never have their mm-hmm. asses right, right. visible, and you can't do it by moving the camera. You can do it in this game. The only reason I know that is because the camera was so damn high. I tried to like see if I could get it lower and like move it around, and you could see the butt cheeks. So of, of the man, of the man. Wow, Brett. Or the girl, actually, though. That's so insane. That's insane. It's almost like game developers don't think about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Final thoughts about the division beta. Story was eh so far. We'll um, see. I don't know what's going on. They didn't give too much away. Yeah. It seems like some kind I feel of like they're holding that for the yeah. Release, some like so. kind of virus or zombie. Not. I wouldn't even say zombie because there's like these. There's, like, you're a part of, like, a military faction, and then there's civilians, and there's also, like, I guess, rebels or something like that, and it sounds like you're trying to take back New York City or whatever, and there's definitely, like, a virus or something, because there's this, uh, there's, like, contaminated areas that you have to, like, wear, like, this mask to go in, you can't stay in there too long. There's certain levels that you need to have the mask. But there's also, like, huge fucking enemies that make me think that they were, like, mutated or something from a virus, so... We'll see. And then you also, the story, the only really main story mission that you play in the beta is going to get this doctor so she can start researching how to, like, cure something or mm-hmm. figure out something. Yeah. So I'd say pros are graphics, number one. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful game. Yeah. Uh, second, I think that, the like you said, the controls are smooth and nice. I had a little bit of problems with moving the left stick to make my character move. He was a little, yeah. like, janky, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, even, like, the layout, like, the HUD and then the map that you bring up, the it's map, all really nice. The map is Presentation, really nice. very nice. Yeah. Cons, I would say... The acting so far from the characters that are acting are, is bad. At least the main bitch you start, the woman you start off with in the beginning, I don't like her at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Um, but yeah. There was a really cool area, another pro. The Dark Zone. Mm. Now what the Dark Zone is basically is after you beat everything there is to beat in the beta, it unlocks a special place called the Dark Zone and you have to make your way there. And once you're there, it's PvP. Okay. So me and Josh being on a team... PvP if you want if, if you you're want a douchebag. Yeah. So, basically what you do is you go there, and it's, like, really contaminated. And you go there right. to try and get really rare and good materials, right? And you have to call in a helicopter with a flare gun, and it comes down, and it alerts everybody in that area that there is a helicopter coming to pick up all your shit. Hmm. Because okay. if you die in this area, you drop it all, and everyone can pick it up. Yeah. So, it's basically so, just get the loot out. So, you, you call the helicopter, and you have to tie your loot to, like, a rope, and then it gets sent to your base. Yeah. And if you do that the enemies know, other people in the area know and they come to kill you and what is it called if you shoot an enemy or shoot a, another player rogue? Um, yeah you go rogue so if i shoot an enemy i go shoot rogue. another player yeah they're not enemies per se yeah. but Until if i shoot, shoot one then josh is automatically rogue as well and we're a rogue team and we're just killing everybody and everyone knows that we're right rogue. and then we have a timer cooldown until we're allowed to be normal again hmm. okay but my gripe with this area is it's shoot to kill and shoot on sight and that's not how the game's supposed to be. Other games have suffered like this. Daisy, H1Z1, games where it's co-op but PvP is enabled. Yeah. People just, they see you, they kill you. And there's emotes in the game, so you can hold down on the D-pad and change it, and you can wave to people, and they'll just fucking shoot you in the head. Yep. So maybe that's just because everyone's fresh, and they're trying to get their hands and see what they can do in the game. Sometimes it is, yeah. like, it's, it's uh, unclear, like, who is 
a um, a non-hostile agent or like someone who's actually like an enemy. And there's which there weren't, a, which yeah, which there weren't a ton of like actual enemies in the Dark Zone. There was a few like when you were like calling the helicopter. Yeah. But so other times you could just like automatically like instinct. Oh, let me shoot this guy. Oops. Mm-hmm. And now I'm rogue. See, another problem that I had was fucking. You're in the Dark Zone to get good loot, and you want to call that shit in. These people came up to us, and they were cool with us while we were trying to take down the high-level NPCs. They were, like, level 7 and 8 when we were only level 5. Okay. So they're tough NPCs. And we're trying to take them down, and these guys come up, and they start helping us, and then they start shooting us instead, and they killed us, and then they died too. And it was like, if you just worked with us, we could have all gotten our gear out of here and killed these NPCs and gotten better gear. But they're stupid. Yeah, it sounds like it's a game where... You have a lot of friends that could be fun, yeah. but yeah. so you have backup. Then. So just the two of you, but definitely the true. main thing I was, it, why I was interested about, I, so I pre-ordered the game to get the beta. That way I could see if it was if I'm gonna get the game. Mm-hmm. I think the beta showed me enough. It was enough of a taste that it, it probably merits a purchase. Yeah, I think that the Madison Square Garden mission that we did mm-hmm. was cool enough that fun. I'd like the, to do more of that. The, the level design is really nice. Like, the layout of the city is really nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it, like I said, presentation-wise, it's a great game. And mechanical-wise, I think it's pretty good, too. Yeah. It's it, Like you said before, it's a little clunky. Some, not, I wouldn't say clunky, but it feels slow. And yeah. like, like, even when you're rolling, it's like... Ugh. And also, <clears throat> we want to, like... Throughout the game, there's so many areas that you think you'd be able to search, but you can't search them. Yeah, that's that's the problem I was telling Josh about. Yeah. You'll see a uh, like a filing cabinet, and you think you can go in it and like take loot from mm-hmm. it, or like get ammo, or like guns, and you don't. At least what we yeah. saw at all. The only thing that, that you can get, the only way you can get more gear is if by enemies dropping it. Yeah, mm-hmm. to our knowledge. Yeah, and buying it. Oh yeah, buying it too. Which, yeah, I think that the game is good so far, and I, I want to play it more. Yeah. And I'd like it if we could all play together. You know, all yeah. of us, a bunch of us. Um, I don't. I am probably gonna get it sixty bucks or Amazon Prime. It'll be forty eight or whatever. Yeah. I just don't know. It is a very good deal. I just forty dollars is like a sweet a sweet spot for me, and getting it for forty eight dollars, I think, is gonna be good. I think that's I will buy it okay. for forty eight. The March release, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think it is. Mo- yeah. uh, mid mid March, I think. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our topics. There's a few of them. There might be meaty. We'll see. Um, let's talk about Dark Souls first. Oh, you want me to? Yeah, let's All just right. throw that in there first, because I think that's it's an interesting topic. Okay, so this is like a, just a random topic. It's not really anything in the news right now. I just wanted to present something to the audience and to you guys as well. I've been noticing lately, as our friends playing Dark Souls right there, um, there's a lot of games coming out, and they're very, very similar to Dark Souls, or at least inspired by Dark Souls. Um, and I have a couple of them here, and I'm going to load up my, my tablet here. I'm going to show you guys some screenshots so you can see the different styles and art styles that these games have. But then also I'm going to explain why they're Souls-like. So there's one called Salt and Sanctuary. Okay. This is made by Ska Studios. If you guys want to take a look. Yeah, I know uh, some of us have been aware of this for a long time in our friend group, Sean particularly. Yeah, Salt and Sanctuary is a side-scroller Souls game. The art style is very, I'd say, cartoony. I don't know what you guys would say about that. Yeah, there's definitely, like, the animated... The characters are animated with sort of a... Not stagnant background, Mm -hmm. but you know what I mean. It's kind of still. Even the character designs itself, I find, are... Yeah. You know, different. They're not, not, like, very serious. They're not very realistic. It's it's different. Um, This one was announced probably, like, a couple months ago. And you guys guys remember this one, right? Yeah, this is one that you guys have brought up 
offense, so yeah. I remember it. Yeah. Okay, so that's Salt and Sanctuary. Let's talk about another one. Another one is Death's Gambit, and I'm going to wrap this up in the end. Uh, Death's Gambit is being published by Adult Swim Studios, and it's coming out very, very soon. And this is one that you guys have seen. I played the trailer for you quite a few yeah, times. Yeah, Death's Gambit I've seen. Yeah, I've been well aware of this. This is, to me, it seems, unless you show us a new one, the most mm-hmm. Souls-like, at least in terms of the HUD and presentation, right? Yeah. Like the... It, it's the font, even to the font, it yeah. looks just like Dark Souls. Besides the one I'm going to show you guys, it is the most like Dark Souls, in my opinion. Okay. Um, so with, with uh, Death's Gambit, a couple cool things I want to point out. Basically, I, I believe you're working for the Grim Reaper, and you're killing immortal beings, and you're like taking them down, and that's mm-hmm. what you're doing in the game. Um, and there's a cool boss fight that I really liked where you're standing on this giant ice block. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, and the boss weighs, weighs it down, and you can slide off the edge, and yeah. he jumps up, and he comes back down. Yeah, so it has some Metroidvania in there, which, exactly. which I like. So Exactly. Uh, now, this one is called Slain. This one's newer. This isn't the one that I think looks the most like Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. But Slain is very metal, if that yeah. makes any sense. Very heavy metal, gory, horror, violent looking. Mm-hmm. Here's some screenshots yeah. for... I've actually... You showed me this one as well. Yeah. This is my favorite, like, oh, art think, style so far. I think I, I was on NeoGAF in there. For some reason about it, coming to Wii U was a thread. Is this a Kickstarter game? I'm not sure. I don't know. I know it's notable for coming to Wii U. Maybe it's probably a stretch goal because mm-hmm. no one makes games for the Wii U, yeah. so... But it's... Where's the actual the one of the... Yeah, it's more... Uh, the, it's more pixelated. But the one that you showed me of, like, the beast, it kind of looked like um, the... The, uh, what's it called in Bloodborne? The, uh... Was it the Snow Wolf? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one mm-hmm. is slick. Yeah. So the character, like, headbangs and stuff like that. So it's very... It reminds me of Brutal Legend. Yeah, I was just going to oh, say that. Yeah, yeah. And I like Brutal Legend, so I like this. Um, this one's almost Dark Souls and Castlevania. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, it definitely has some of the Vania vibes. Exactly. And this one's being made by two people. Oh, yeah, I saw there was a... One of the members had a... I was scrolling down the bottom and it had, like, who was making it, and he was, like, former Naughty Dog, and oh, among yeah. other studios, so. And he works on his own making yeah. this game, so with one other guy, who might be the yeah. music guy, actually. Yeah, living the dream. Yep. So the next one is called Eater. This is the newest one that I've heard about. Eater? Like, yes. Eater? Like, eat food? No, it's E-I-T-R. E-I-T-R. Yes. All right. Eater. And what this one is, is an isometric Souls game. And this one literally has, like, kind of like the Death's Gambit. It actually has, like, an Estes Flask kind of thing going on, too. And it's the same thing where you'll enter an area, and you'll have to eliminate all the enemies, and you get to the boss. And if you can't beat the boss, you have to go back and kill those enemies again and get more souls, if you will. So it's, it's got the mechanics down right. So you go ahead and push next to see some more. Could you send me these screenshots, or are these just like Google images or whatever? These are images that I found via Google. Okay, but I can't. Yeah, this is the page. This is on is the Steam page for it. So, why do you want them? You're gonna I'm, throw them up? Yeah, I'm gonna throw a few up when yeah. I go back to edit this. Yeah, so it has the isometric look of like the Bastion or yeah, Transistor. Yeah. And this one, besides Death's Gambit yeah, and definitely. Slain, these those three, this one included. I have this aesthetic here. Too. They tickle my uh, my dill, mm-hmm. if you will. Your eyelashes. My eyelashes, yes. I don't, I don't know if you have this one in your queue, but below is another one that no, I, I think is similar. Um, Xbox One. That's purely top-down. It's been oh. being made by Cappy Games. I'll look that up right now. Um, oh, it's been, yes. been in development for a long-ass time, and it's got drawn comparisons to Souls because of its difficulty. Mm. Um, so it's like you... I don't know. I know the core about it is that you die... If you die, your character's dead forever, and you 
pick up as a new hero and you like can pick the stuff wow. up of the old player yeah and i heard it's very hard and you have to be very patient i think there's some like there i think there's like a bonfire slash like gathering souls aspect i'm not really sure but it's like total top down and i think that that looks like it i do want an xbox one at some point that would be a game i buy right away as soon as i could for it that reminds me of rogue legacy how you die and you come back as another like another adventure or explorer you Uh know what i mean um and you keep the same loot yeah if you will um and another thing is the art style really looks like titan souls which is another game that is very souls-esque so yeah you kill the bosses and souls so, Bert, Yo. why are you bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because it's it's. I think it's cool how they're all kind of they're all kind of coming out around the same time period. They're right. all around the same time frame, and it just shows that they really are influenced by Dark Souls because Dark Souls came out how many years ago, and they're all coming out at the same time. You know what I mean? Right. So I just think it's it's cool and it's interesting, and I wonder if we're gonna have any other games that do the same thing to indies in the future. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, what if uh, Horizon Zero Dawn comes out, and then we see games that true and with the style you know what i mean i think i think that could be your point could be stretched even past indie games to like triple a titles we had that one that we saw at e3 i can't remember i'm not gonna remember for honor Mm. for honor is like a competitive multiplayer yeah Yeah. i can't remember what the fuck it's called uh the the one it was like dark it was just like dark souls it was was that sony's uh, conference uh neo yeah that's it yeah that was a tgs yeah games like that yeah that's been in development so time yeah so I, so I think it's a good point, and it's just because Dark Souls is a solid game. You know, not that yeah. I, I'm not a big Dark Souls fan, I like Bloodborne, but it, you can't deny that it's a solid game and it has a huge impact on mm-hmm. games. I forgot about Neo, and then there's also that one game, uh, Lords of the Fallen, right? Oh, yeah, which is li- literally yeah, Souls. Literally, yeah, so you're that's right. A, that's an excellent point, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to see more of them. Yeah, 20, I 2011, I think, is when Dark Souls One came out, and Demon Souls before it. Yeah, yeah, which was 2009 or 2010. Yeah, and now Dark Souls 3 comes out this year, right? 2016? April, yeah. Yeah. So. so, yeah, just a little bit of... I just wanted to... One, I wanted to give... Uh, I wanted to make these games known for everybody. I wanted everyone to know what these games were, and I wanted everyone to, to experience these games for themselves and be aware of them. Yeah, don't be an anti-indie cuck. No, don't. Definitely don't. Yeah. If you like Dark Souls, you'll probably enjoy these games. Uh, out of all of them, Salt and Sanctuary is the one I'm looking forward to the least. I'm not a fan of the art style. Um, but Slain, Death's Gambit, and yeah. Eater are right Death's, up my alley. Death's Gambit, or no, Slain, that the one. That, yeah, that one. Yeah, the more pixelated one. Maybe, maybe. Because those are not going to be my style, but maybe. Yeah. We'll see. All right, that's that. That's what I got. Good cheat. All right, so now. Now. On, moving on to the Trigger Fest, if we will, which is literally, this, this is going to be Have to Cast Episode 5, Trigger Fest. Hitman. The newest Hitman. The newest yeah. Hitman. I think it's literally just called Hitman. Uh-huh. All right. So, ready? Let me read you some things here. We're going to start off kind of slow, and we'll just ease our way into it. All right? The game was originally set to be released on December 8th of last year. Okay. Okay? And it's being released for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. We saw it at E3. Yeah, we did. And it looked so nice at, at Sony's E3. conference. Yeah. And then it was delayed. Well, they have an exclusivity deal with Sony. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now it was delayed to March 8th of this year. Um, this is why IO Interactive, the people making it, said why they did that. It was to uh, include more content into the base game. That's why they wanted to do it, because they wanted to include more content into the base game. And didn't they say something else, too? Um, didn't they make a comment about that extra content? Additional time for IO Interactive. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to get to that. I know oh, what I'm talking about. I'm okay. going to get to it. I thought uh, that was included. Uh, no. To include more content into the, the base game. Okay? Hang on to that base game. Hang on to that little piece of information. Okay? 
Um, the place to, the PS4 version, as their per their exclusivity deal, uh, will feature six exclusive missions known as the Sarajevo Six. So, PS4 gets six more missions. Players who originally now this is before I get into something else. Players who have pre-ordered the game can gain access to the game's beta, which comes out February 12th on PS4 and February 19th on Windows. Okay, just soon. Just soon. Real soon. And the retail version of the game is set to be released in 20... I don't know why it's in there. Okay, so now prior to this, before, you know, the delay and everything, they said that there was going to be no season pass, okay? Because um, the the head of the company considered that it would be the wrong approach to uh, to, with the addition of paid content, okay? Okay. So they don't want to do a season pass. No season pass. And they're going to put out free DLC. Yeah, constantly updating the game events, 800, yeah. Okay. No that deals. sounds like a good. That's a good the whole thing. shebang. Josh, I like this. Sounds, I'm gonna, sounds I'm really gonna good, buy right? Hitman. As a matter of fact, Josh, I think I might pre-order Hitman. Yeah. Oh wait, Josh, my pre-order just got taken down for Hitman. Why did it? Why did my? my... I'm not there yet. <laughs> Originally, the game was to be released in an intro pack. Yeah. Okay. An this intro pack that included all the base content, including Paris, Sapinzia, and Marrakesh locations, six story missions. Three sandboxes, 40 signature kills, a contracts mode with 800 different targets, and regular events held by the developer. Okay? Yeah. New missions and locations set in Thailand, the United States, and Japan were to be released after the game's launched, and a full-price version was to be released following the release of this post-release content, which was going to be free. Okay? Mm-hmm. No downloadable content was to be released in the game, no microtransactions will be featured, and new missions, locations, and targets will be added to the game constantly this was their original approach to the game now now josh wait brett what happened to my pre-order what happened to your pre-order order is that on january 14th of this year they were like nah we don't want to do that do what we don't want to release the game in a good way we don't want to be a good company anymore mm. okay okay it was announced that the hitman would instead be released in an episodic manner a lot of people are doing this Square's doing it with uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, so Hitman Final Fantasy VII Remake Edition is what we're going to And call isn't, this. isn't this made by Square as well? Or published by Square? I have no idea. Yeah. I, I know. It's I, fucking I, Square. Adios, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, as before, the game will be offered in an intro pack, which now includes the base game. Oh, well, no, the base game will now consist of only the prologue, the prologue missions, and Paris location Okay. New content will be released on a monthly basis, but... Well, how much is the base game? Base game was uh, $15. Hmm. The intro pack base game. So if you want Hitman, you can get it for $15. $15. But, but you can also buy a season pass. Oh, but, the, but Josh... To they, get the other six main story missions. But Josh, they said they weren't going to do this. Right. Oh. But now here's the thing. To play devil's advocate for a second... You can either buy the season pass for an additional $50. So in total, the game is going to cost you $65. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is more than a usual game. Just the a few dollars more than a usual game. $5 more. Or you can buy each of those content packs afterwards for $10 each. Mm-hmm. Okay. So being said, it's still going to be a full game. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they said wait. they wanted to delay it to add more content. Yeah. Well, here, the other content that they're adding is literally just what the missions were going to be included with in the base game for the original. And you have to wait a month. Months and months and months and months and months. Yeah. Up to seven months, am I right? Seven. I think... Five I more actually, months? Actually, hang on one second here. I think there was something in there about that. Um, 
New content will be released on a monthly basis, including the remaining two cities in the main game, which I guess have more of the story in there, the missions. Oh, okay. They'll be released in April and May 2016. And then monthly after that. No, those are going to be... The, the, the two locations are going to be in there, and I think they're releasing missions after okay. that. Well, I read somewhere that Japan is going to be one of the places you can go yeah, to. Yeah, Japan, Thailand, the U.S. Expan- expansions will be out by the end of the season in late 2016. There will also be weekly events and additional planned content between the monthly updates. The full-priced version will offer this content to, for free as it is released. While the intro pack... Oh, wait. So maybe you can buy... Oh, that's it with the season pass. Okay. The, they're calling it the full-priced version. Mm-hmm. IO Interactive head Hansi Sefer fucking cuck explained that the move was designed to provide a little bit of extra time to ensure every location was released... Every location we release is at the quality level fitting for a Hitman game. Which hasn't been very... The quality hasn't been very good up to this point, so I don't understand why that's... It would also allow us to create a living game that will expand and evolve over time and establish a foundation for the future. This is the first game in a storyline which will continue and expand with future Hitman games. Alright, now listen. I don't think this is necessarily a... It's not necessarily going to mean the game's going to be bad. And doesn't mean the content's going to be bad. I don't think it's necessarily going to doom the game either. I agree, but it's stupid. This is a this is stupid. concerning trend with games that I'm seeing right now. That's what it is. You're to right. start with Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. episodic. Moving to Hitman now, mm-hmm. which is going to be another AAA release. How about this? Number one, Square Enix. Okay, the point of putting. Saying that Final Fantasy VII Remake is too big to fit on one disc? Bullshit. Okay, so you can't use that argument. Let's just say that. Why don't you just take more fucking time to finish the game? And release it as one game. I don't want to wait months. When I buy a game, I want to play it. I don't want to wait. Especially with an RPG. I don't want to wait. Especially with story-driven games and RPGs like Final Fantasy VII and Hitman. Mm -hmm. I guess the arguments that... People would say, "Oh, we've been waiting 15 years for." A you can wait a little remake. longer. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's, I think, being outsourced by Square. Kind of, I know, it's been talked about that Cyber Connect Two is helping make a decent part of the game, which they've made some of the Bandai Namco, like Naruto Shippuden fighting yeah. games, among others. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't even like. I almost feel like it's like, all right, we have to, like, we they keep asking for it. We have to do this, so let's find some studios to, like, outsource this. Yeah. And just give it to the fans, I don't know, once a yeah. year or something. Like, but here's I the thing. Know. They're also going to release, it's confusing. they're going to release it all on one disc later in 2016 once all the content's out. Hitman. Mm-hmm. I have an idea, right? Why not just delay the game? Because if you, number one, if you care about game delays, they're not always a bad thing. Why don't you just delay the game? And release it when you're finished. I think. See, here's my problem. Like, this is this isn't necessarily bad. It's not like it's gonna do anything bad, but it's just stupid. I, I feel like it's more feasible with a Hitman style game with missions. You know, yeah. you release missions, yeah, periodically. But I think in Destiny, you had a lot of weekly content and events, right? And this that is came this out is just. Game. I know this was like kind of planned from the beginning when they announced it. It was like. Although it was still confusing, I think it was said on E3 by like a Sony rep or something, or yeah, an IDEOS rep on the stage. I just it's a trend that companies are not 
you can't let them get away with doing stuff like this because it's going to keep happening and then you're just going to be waiting months for content you're going to keep buying games that aren't finished like i don't want to people don't want to play a game right where they they buy it and they only have a piece of the story okay unless it's like something where it actually works which is like a telltale game but most people wait till the fucking end to buy the whole game anyway people don't want to wait months in between the game they want to get sales. the game and they want to fucking buy it and sales. then you lose people's interest because they have to wait longer for content yeah, they're, the they're not going to keep buying it and they're not going to come back and you know what in the future if you do that they're not going to buy your game this is where square is messing up so they're trying to introduce this new you know way to purchase games a new way to buy games and make games rather where they do it episodically and they're like oh well we're gonna put it out sooner we're gonna make the money sooner and you're gonna be happy because you get the game sooner but they're doing it with these huge franchises that people love test the waters out put a fucking stupid game out that does this because they're gonna hurt the sales and ruin the like they're gonna ruin like the the brand of of the game like they're gonna ruin hitman people are gonna be like oh hitman the game that they put out episodically and it was stupid and it was dumb and there was this big stupid thing about it don't do that this is this is now part of a trifecta of fucking absolutely idiotic moves that square has made okay we started with the fucking tomb raider deal Let's just fucking talk about that for a second. Uh, the Microsoft okay. exclusivity. Yeah. Number one, guess what? Attention fucking people that worked on that game, not the developers, but the people that actually published it, guess what? That game is not being purchased on PS4. You know how much money you're making off that game on PS4? Fucking turds, okay? Because no one cares about it anymore. Okay? Number two, they fucking had Final Fantasy VII Remake. Strike two, all right? Now they're fucking doing Hitman, another huge franchise, which I actually enjoy. Strike three, I'm not buying the game. I don't want it. They can suck my ass. It's just they're 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 making the name of the game worth less in general, and then also they're taking the pre-orders and they're canceling it. Think of all the people that already pre-ordered it, and then their pre-order gets canceled. Now what canceled. about the beta? I don't know. I mean, I guess I could probably look it up, but I don't feel like it. What about the people that you still get the beta even though your pre-order is canceled now? I, I would assume so because you probably had to put should. something in. So, whatever. I, that's all there is. At to least say. they're not changing it and not canceling the pre-orders, which would have been even worse. You know what I mean? They left the pre-orders there. That mm-hmm. would have been that would have been even worse on the show. I feel like we would have freaked out. Wait, no, no, no. their pre-orders were canceled though. I know. I'm saying if they didn't cancel the pre-orders. Oh, if yes. they were like, Smiley said, yeah. oh, by the way, the way we're delivering the content's different. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. That's a different story. That I think that would have been a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I have to say. But it's fucking. That's stupid. That's that's all there is to it. That's the. It. Yeah, they're, it's, they're it'll something. be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'd like to see how it sells. My feeling is yeah. not that good. And Me. I urge people, please vote with your wallets and don't purchase this game. And tell fucking game developers no. Or at least wait until the game's fully out all yeah, the way. Yeah, buy the full disc. Yeah, yeah and then they can fuck off. All right. Good? Yeah. All right. Moving on. The Witness. It's a popular game. Nice game right now. It's fresh. Good game. Slick, nice. I'd like to buy it actually. Yeah, it's getting good reviews, and now I'm not trying. I'm not going to shit on this game that hard. At okay? first, you were. At first, I was, but I, well, the one part I am going to fucking shit on the creator for because he's a fucking cuck. Okay, he literally looks like a fucking circumcised penis. Okay, so we'll just talk about that. But anyway, the witness. The reason I'm bringing it up is because there's a lot of con- there's two controversial things surrounding it right now. One hits home with me because I am colorblind. A small number of puzzles in The Witness will be difficult or or impossible for some colorblind and hearing-impaired players to solve, though those puzzles are optional and the game can be completed without them. So that's nice. So that immediately de-triggered me when I read that. Now he was... Now when this was being wrote... This was being posted on the Steam forums for the game. The posts were being removed. Yeah. So what does that say? 
he's just a, he's a, being a cuck about the situation, and he didn't have to be. Okay. He he doesn't have to delete people's threads, you know. Like no. if they have problems he's with the game, he's Sarkeesian. Like people were writing bad reviews about the game just simply because of this, which is outrageous. But then he was removing them, and yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of people who think he's pretentious. I don't. Yeah. I don't know I his personality agree. at all. But. And then so the main I have um, yeah I have Protonopia, which is a type of color. It's red green color wine. It doesn't just mean red and green. I don't want to like get too much into it. But basically, I only have two cones that work instead of three. Like normal people that have normal color, they have working cones, and one of mine doesn't work. Okay, generally, which is why I'm red, green, color blind. Also, get blues and greens, browns, red stuff like that. Anyway, so he said, um, this guy John Jonathan Blow. Um, we definitely thought about color blindness, but ultimately there was not much we could do in terms of individual puzzles. Okay, that's what he said. And he said, so the approach instead was to ensure the game did not require you to complete any particular area to get to the end. Colorblindness is only an issue with a fraction of the puzzles in the game, and our design focuses these puzzles in a small number of areas. So the workaround is just to skip those areas. So you don't have to play them, and it's not going to hinder your completion of the game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you couldn't make an alternative? I don't know, but... No, but... I heard there's... A lot of puzzles, like 80 to 80 hours maybe. Worth Let me tell you puzzles, how easy so. it is to make an alternative, right? Okay, so imagine this is, I don't, I don't know what the fucking game was made. This is my C++, right? Okay, let me select these colors. <coughs> and let me change these colors to this. Oh, and it's not a problem anymore. Yeah. Did you look at that? So you're saying all you had to do was change some colors around and then you would have been okay? Yeah, it's because he used colors that are similar. When I look at it, I literally see, you know what I see? <laughs> Nothing. You see someone clapping their hands? If I focus on one area, I see one color. If I focus on another area, I see another color. Okay. Or I can't see it at all. Yeah. You were telling me it looks like it's all like the same color. If you look at one color, every other color there, it looks like it's the same. Yeah. It's weird. Literally, he just had to change the colors. Yeah. Or just like have an optional filter to put on for that yeah. specific puzzle. Yeah. I, there's There was some workaround, I think, that he could have done. Most games have a colorblind mode on it. One game yeah. that actually didn't recently that pissed me off was fucking Black Ops 3. It didn't have colorblind mode on there. Destiny does. Destiny, Destiny does. had Destiny had one for every Destiny type. Destiny has one for every type, including my type, and it was beautiful. Thank you, Bungie, for that. Anyway. Oh, I just fucking... So, and then also with the hearing impaired thing, there's just, there's certain puzzles that are, require audio, so... Mm -hmm. Well, that's not that big a deal. That's just people. Yeah. I think that's reaching a little bit. Yeah, but you could you could probably like look up the people that who are hearing impaired or like deaf can't hear. You could probably look up a guide, I'm sure, or something well, like that you to could solve say, that. Well, you could say that for the colors as well, I'm sure. Or would you no, not? No, because the guide for the colors would be this. I couldn't see what he's... Well, what if they say... Okay, because if they say the red one, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Still, I mean, the hearing the hearing one's kind of different because... But, I, I mean, I'm glad that they made it non-optional, but the, the way that he handled it stupid mm -hmm. and then moving on to another portion of this 50 portions. torrents I torrenting the game this, yeah. so the witness is the number one game on a certain popular torrent site i'm probably, assuming probably all of them probably <laughs> pirate bay or kick pirate bay kick ass yeah and then this is a quote from the blow himself it's again. It seems the witness is the number one game on a certain popular torrent site. Unfortunately, this will not help us afford to make another game. Smiley or sorry, sad face emoticon. John Blow. Now, Stephen, you know how much it took to make this game, right? Didn't you tell us before? It was supposed to be a launch game on PS4. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't know like how much money he put his own money into it. So did you say he used all the money from his previous game to like? I believe it? that's the story. Yeah. So I can understand. Well, any game creator would be mad if their yeah. game was being true. Bad. But here's the thing, right? It's still number one on all platforms that it's sold on. Right, it's extremely popular. The market's thirsty for a game yeah. in this new year, and so. he's making plenty of money. Okay, and then he came out and said that he's going to have enough money now to do another game that he wants to do called Comparable Intrincy, whatever is his next thing. Never heard. Of it. He didn't. That's just what he called yeah, it on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the game comes with a forty dollars price tag, which is, I mean, I think it's okay if it has like yeah, eighty plus hours it. of content. Yeah, I don't mind. Either. That's fine, but I don't know. Again, the way that he handled it. Yeah. Listen. Listen. If you like a game developer or a studio, whatever, absolutely support them. Don't torrent the game. Okay, I'll admit I have in the past torrented games because I didn't have the money to buy it then. But then, after I torrented it and I had the money, I went and actually purchased the game, whether I was going to play it or not. And I'll be the first to say that I've torrented things and not purchased the yeah. final product ever. But so, like his game, I will torrent his game, and I will not give him money because I don't like him and I think he's a fucking cuck. Okay. This is a Happycast episode five cuck fest. If you will. Okay. He's just so pretentious. Yeah, I think the problem with him, the problem with these topics we're talking about now isn't necessarily the topics themselves. It's him and it's the way him. he handles it. Handles and the optics. Yeah, like, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to be like, oh, don't torrent my game. Like, if people torrent your game, they're going to torrent your game. You saying anything about it isn't going to stop them. I think he did say, uh, you know, to not to try to suck him up, but he, I think he did say that he's glad that people, are, like, more people are having the chance to play it. That's what you should care about. But I don't think he actually... I think he said it after he realized there was like a huge backlash mm -hmm. from it, and I don't think he cared when he said it. Can't you make a version if it's torrented that like you can't do anything? Didn't yeah, there, Far Cry 4, didn't that have something? There's been a lot you of games in the past. You couldn't do shit or something? Like it would brick your game, yeah. like it would freeze? Yeah, there are ways around he it. You could just do that. But, and I understand, like, if you're a content creator, you're creating something, you want people to pay for it because it's hard work, and to pay everybody that was involved, and I get that. But also to a point you have to understand that some people don't have the money or whatever, but that your content's out there, people are enjoying it, people have more of an opportunity to play it with torrenting. And they'll like you as a developer, and they'll buy more things of yours. Right. And if he does stuff that ruins his reputation, it's gone, right. and he has, there's nothing. Yeah. There's literally, if you look at, for example, a really big, nice move, and that was in you know public eye recently, when Windows 10 released... Microsoft made it free because they said they don't want people to torrent it, but they want everyone to have access to it. Mm -hmm. So things like that, people are going to like you more. And Microsoft got sucked off for that because they literally said, we don't want people to torrent yeah, it. Cool. We want as many people to have it as possible so everyone can have it for free. So yeah. our default privacy settings can fucking yeah. mine all your yeah. shit. Every time my fucking Windows updates, I want to like break my computer because it says, don't worry, we didn't move anything. All your files are exactly where we left them. It's like, why would you even put that there? That sounds yeah. sketchy as fuck. I do want to mention something real quick. Um, Steven, when you said, can't they put something in the game to ruin a torrented version? There was actually a funny story of this game called Video Game Developer Simulator, I believe it's called, where you make video games. In the, in this game, you are a game designer and you make games, and then it's like, you go through the process of how much money your game is making, blah, 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 and like all the different things that happen in a real developer's life can happen to you. And if you torrented the game, your game got torrented that Ooh. you made in this game, and you lost all your money, and that was that was their That's situation. Funny. That's yeah. clever, actually. So, yeah, like you said, the topic itself is not the issue. It's more of the way that he handled it. Yeah, and he, like, being the only guy that made it, he doesn't have, like, a PR filter, you mm -hmm. know? So yeah. he'll just say stuff that might yeah. be impulsive. That's true. You know? Yeah. So I just, 
give him the benefit of the doubt, but also, like, yeah, he's had a reputation, if you will, yeah. of, like, saying shit. Let me like, say something. And, some, and a lot of indie game developers can. Not nearly as bad as them, too. There's, there's there this, are, there there's this one... I don't know if they were fin- Finnish. Well, you feel fish, yeah. But they, they, <laughs> were, from, they were from another country. <laughs> the way you said that. And they wrote... Oh, no, there was this guy. Oh, my God. I should bring it up next time. Not even tell you guys, because you guys would be so triggered by it. It was on the... Um, Colin and Greg Live, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Games product they do every day on Twitch. And Colin fucking went off on it. It was so funny. Because the guy was pretty much like... You want to talk about pretentious. It was like... What do you think? He was Stay like... I wish I could just find it. It was it was written on Polygon, so right there it raises red flags for a lot of people. Um, I won't comment on that, but it was like the person was like, he he was pretty much saying, "When people are buying my game, you saw all, this. You're all like, you're all like, I didn't want to say like they didn't have like you guys don't have like artistic vision for not buying my game, and they, and they were like complaining about like." Essentially, they want, he wanted to make money from the game, but he was complaining about like the overall like marketplace of like games. buying games. And I'm like, it's fine to like criticize capitalism while like working at a company. Obviously, you can do that. But like, he's insulting got, he came, buyers. He came off as just the biggest dick ever. I gotta find it now. I'm just gonna look up like Polygon Cuck Developer and just <laughs> see what comes up. <laughs> All right, while he's doing that, let's. Segue into our next topic. Okay. Segue. Uh, so, EA has rumored to release Star Wars Imperial Commando in 2017. Do you know about this? No. I read something on EOGAF, maybe, but... Okay. So, this comes from the Star Wars League subreddit. Okay? Um, the user's name is Alpha Cucky. No, Cookie. I don't know. C-U-K-I-E. I'm going to call him Cucky. Um, and he basically just fucking dropped a shitload of fucking shit, right? A big ass. Big ass turd. Um, and he says that his information or sources are from the fact that they are involved in the process of creating an alternate reality game, uh, meant to accompany this announcement. Um, so he points to two separate screenshots, which I'll throw up on the screen. Um, the first is a login page where the users can enter any one of the names of the commandos from Republic Commando, which was the previous the previous game, game mm-hmm. and a random password. The second shot is of a countdown set to expire during E3 2016, um, and it even boasts the hashtag EA underscore E3 2016. Okay? Uh, he also um, goes into a bunch of specifics here, um, which that he says that it's going to be revealed in like a three-minute-long trailer at E3. And then he says this. It'll release November 2017 for um, Xbox One, PS4, PC, and... This NX. Sounds, yeah, that sounds great. Oh, he actually said that? Yeah. So. That's what people people wrote NX. We're done here, boys. <laughs> Back it up. Yeah, so I don't know. Again, this is all rumor, but I don't yeah. I, Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I I read this and I sent this to you. And I said NX, though, because that's what really. That's what really says me. Who knows, though? Who, Who knows? knows what the NX can do? Well, that's not really necessarily what I mean. It's the fact that they're talking about the NX before the NX is even a fucking thing. Square did that, too. They said E3 2016, though, probably might be a thing by then. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because we said it's going to probably come soon. Yeah. Um, So the engine... Square would say that, though. Yeah. He said it so nonchalantly. That's what really... The engine will be Frostbite 4. Which is Battlefront, right? Uh, I 
think it's no comment. Is that Frostbite three? Regardless, it's a fucking nice engine, so... Oh, no. That Battlefront... I thought you meant yeah, Battlefront. No, Frostbite 4, so... You're right. Uh, main focus will be on the campaign, but it will have a multiplayer, like, Call of Duty-like system, a small fate, small maps, fast-paced, stuff like that. Okay. Um, the biggest feature is that it will have co-op, um, like, four-player co-op. Each player has unique gadgets and features. Uh, the leader, RC1138, can give orders to the others. I guess... I guess the story is about a squadron, which makes sense. Um, the HUD and helmet view will even be more important than in Republic Commando. And there will be vehicles, um, and some, like in a few parts of the game, like Halo. Environment will mostly be destructible and take effect on the world, so shoot some glass in space, everything will get soaked out. Sucked out, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm probably a typo. Um, since it's mostly a story-driven game, it will have a huge campaign on a lot of planets. Apparently it's supposed to be over 20 hours. And there will be an app that can be used as a second screen, like the Fallout 4 Pip-Away. And that's what he's working on, right? That's what you said? The person who leaked this, he's working on an app? Wow. AR experience, you said? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, would the be... Alternate, yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. So I think that this sounds good. And if this isn't true, I'm sad. I want this to be real. Where is this? Who is this guy's name? Alpha Cookie. Cookie... C U K I was just leaked on Reddit? Yeah, Star Wars leaked subreddit. And I'm surprised was, they didn't get a gaff right. Yeah, then it was spread to PS4 and that's why yeah. I saw it on our PS4. So let me tell you, there's a lot of stupid NX threads that keep showing up, so Nintendo you better fucking reveal it soon because I'm tired of these speculation threads are fucking annoying. Yeah. But this this leak doesn't surprise me. Um, there is probably about seventy two thousand Star Wars games in development right now. <laughs> probably all under EA. Um, because uh, Bob Iger, the head of Disney, um, said recently that Star Wars is not stopping forever. He said that there's at and least ten more movies after yeah. these ones. They're going, they're fucking <laughs> driving the train. They're going. Yeah. So I would expect the games to do the same thing. Uh, probably eventually be annualized once they. Well, at this point they are because it mentioned that the one game that's coming out, or was supposed to come out. Thirteen thirteen. Okay, yeah. Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Apparently, that one's still coming out this year, end of 2016. So that intrigues me a little bit because, A, the game was officially canceled when Disney bought LucasArts. Every game that was in development, including the Dark Maul one, which looks slick, 1313, which looked cool, all that shit was just gone, right? Mm-hmm. And I was browsing NeoGAF, as I do quite often, and passing by a thread that said... To the effect, only the headline. I didn't go even read the original post, but mm-hmm. I, it just said that both Amy Hennig's game mm-hmm. and Jade Raymond's game will be in development for multiple years still. And so the huh. thing is that there was a rumor. I think I read it on GameSpot a while back that Amy had like Amy Hennig's game would be like similar to Thirteen Thirteen. Okay. So could there be like two separate sort of third-person shooter action adventure Star Wars games? That wouldn't like, surprise me. That wouldn't e- me either. Uh, but I remember the rumor specifically saying on GameSpot, it's like, it'll have similar elements to 1313. Now, maybe that was just a convenient point of reference, yeah. and it was a game everyone saw that got canceled, or um, what was the other thing? Oh, that the, someone commented, it might be Kathleen Kennedy, actually, that said they still have assets for 1313. I'm sure they, they do. still like that. Is 1313 so. the one where you play as a bounty hunter, and then yeah, George, yeah. George Lucas said he wanted you to play as Boba Fett or Django Fett? I don't know what Lucas's input was, but I just know it was like a bounty hunter. That's assuming. why I think it was it was canceled because <laughs> whatever his input it. into it was bad. Yeah, yeah. That's the, I just wanted to I wanted to bring that up. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, that would mean that Star Wars, is annu- the games are annualized now. Because it would be Battlefront, and then it would be 1313, and then it would be Imperial Commando. Yeah. And from there, Amy Hennig's or Jade Raymond's game. Yeah. And then... But Imperial Commando sounds yeah. good, especially if it's a story-driven game. Something I'm hungry for. Mm-hmm. Star Wars story-driven game. And if it's a four-player co-op squad. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. All right. We could also throw in real quick that Steven told us this, that the files and the assets of Star Wars Battlefront 3 were leaked online, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was... There was actually a fucking... ROM. Like, ROM of the 360. Yeah. And I you can download, which was like... It got taken down very quickly, but... It was cool in the preliminary footage. Like, look really obviously it's dated, like graphics and everything. Yeah. Not nearly as good it as the good. New Battlefront. It looked good. Like, yeah, there was on foot combat and mm-hmm. there was like story modes and everything. And the ships even. Yeah, it was cool looking. Not yeah. to say that the new one definitely is like fan service. The game and everything. Oh yeah. With it. And and I don't even think it's like bad or anything. But I enjoyed the, it. Yeah, the newest one, the one that was canceled, might have been like I would maybe would have been more incentivized to buy that one yeah. because of a story mode. But I mean. No loss there. No. All right. So, moving into how we end each show. Unpopular opinion. If you have any unpopular opinions, you can leave them in the comments for us below, or you can send it to us at hapticintel at gmail.com, and they might end up right here on the show, and we'll talk about it. Okay? Just make sure you include some details about it, your name, where you're from, and what color eyelashes you have. So, Stephen, you want to go ahead with yours first? Bringing so, back to the it's not Swedes. It's not... <laughs> An unpopular opinion of mine, but it's an opinion piece written on Polygon. I mentioned before about this yeah. guy. Like, just let me just read. I don't even know if I should read the whole article. Let me just read the headline. Okay. The mobile games now. The thing is, the people who write it don't necessarily write the headlines, right? So, give the guy benefit of doubt, I guess. But it gives a good foray into what the main meat of the article is going to be about, right? Okay. So, it reads. Quote, the mobile games market is an absolute mess, thanks to you. Okay. And then the, I don't even know what to call it, the subheading, I guess. The thing, it's like, you're seeing gray text, and then you go to the the start of the article. And it says, I can't believe I'm reading this. (laughs) Consumers and developers must work together to bring back the golden age of mobile gaming. I'd like to find out what universe he was in that had that, right? The go- well, let me just fucking go over here and look right. my history book. So he means Angry Birds and Fruit Ninja. Oh, my bad. <laughs> That's what he's referring right, to. And his name, let's get this right, um, Axel Jonkilla. It looks right. Axel Jonkilla myself. <laughs> I don't know. I said Finnish earlier. I don't know. He's European, obviously. I don't know what country he comes from. Go, so. please go. <laughs> should, I, should I read this whole thing? Just... Tell us what it's about. I don't know how much we want to get triggered. I don't even remember. This was written back on October 19th, 2015. Man. You don't have to read that much. You can give us broad strokes if you'd like. <laughs> Tell you what, fucking sh- stroke after. Um, <laughs> I'm having a stroke right now. Okay, so let me read the first paragraph. A mobile game my team and I poured our hearts and souls into is receiving rave reviews from viewers, from users. Excuse me. The game Battle Station Harbinger, first of all, a nice generic name you have. It was featured by both Apple and Google as one of the best new games in their respective marketplaces. You can stop right there. <laughs> Just stop right there. I've never heard of this game before in my life, so obviously it's not that good. Let me read Let me read this mentally, see if there's any juicy lines. All right, this is fucking stupid. 
You would rather buy a pumpkin spice latte a few times a week and enjoy it for a few minutes than buy a game that you can play as long as you would like. So essentially, he's blaming the consumer for not liking his game. Instead, they want the nice, sweet pumpkin spice lattes, right? How about this? <laughs> how about instead of blaming the consumer <clears throat> for your game not selling, how about you blame yourself <laughs> and make a mobile? better game? No, how about for making a mobile game? Exactly. Now, this is the point I recall Colin Moriarty having. Who's right? I bought a fucking t-shirt that says Colin was right because he called Fallout 4 coming out this year. Um, and he was saying, like, you put your game on the most volatile, like, marketplace that's literally... Like, literally cancer. <laughs> band, like, the most bandwagon, like, marketplace, right? And it's all based on, like, microtransactions and free-to-play and all this shit that's supposed to hook you in. And he essentially made, like, a... I guess you, a game that you can see on, like, a handheld, like a Vita or 3DS, maybe. Now, this is just his... This is obviously his perspective. It's biased because he made the game. Mm-hmm. But I, from what it sounds like... It's like a game that you would pay like fifteen bucks for or something like. But you put it on like a marketplace that like games that are that much on there don't do well. <clears throat> Listen, it all makes sense now, right? I'm thinking about this. Mm-hmm. So you know, like how people say that mobile phones, if you like hold them like too close to your head, or whatever, they're like giving <laughs> fucking brain cancer or something. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense, like where that comes from now, where that data comes from. It's obviously from this game being on a mobile marketplace mm-hmm. is giving you cancer through your right. phone. I agree. He mentions latte again. He mentions lattes a lot. Now, why, why does he assume that everyone who plays mobile likes their fucking latte? He had, right, I've never had a latte. Listen, he's life, a fucking sweet, Finnish, Finnish cock, whatever, that fucking, all he does when he pictures fucking people that play games in America are, oh, they have phones, and they sit inside Starbucks and play my game all day. Listen, he had a, ba- he had a bad experience. He had a girlfriend, she liked lattes, Listen. and she didn't buy his game Listen, or his penis. He had a bad day. Yeah. Taking one down. Okay. Sing a... Sad song? song turn it okay. Out. So here's a, here's a nice one for you. Here's a paragraph. Players have a very real power to impact the sales of a game through ratings. Damn. Okay. With many of our mobile games, we have users blackmail us with ratings. They will rate the game with one star and then send us a message demanding the game be made free for them in order for them to, quote, correct their review. Maybe it's because your game's really fucking bad. <laughs> Can we move on? I'm done with this. I'm done with him. I wasn't even halfway. This oh. can change. Oh, he gives us the solutions, dude. Oh, boy. I'd like to oh hear my some God. of these oh, real quick. This is why I remember it was so bad, dude. They literally give him a platform to shield this fucking game. Let me just read it. Let me just read this shit. All right. Wait, you agree with yourself? This is Polygon. Which, <laughs> this is Polygon. <laughs> I know. I know they, 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 for their op-ed pages, they open up like to developers and stuff, which actually is like kind of cool. But then you got this shit, right? That they let him just do this. Many serious gamers complain about all the casual games coming out for mobile. Yeah? But don't support the serious game developers that build the games that they want. We don't want any of that on mobile anyway. Remember when you would fork over 40 bucks for Zelda or Pokemon games on Game Boy? Yes. Well, I never paid They were good games, so. Yeah, exactly. And they have buttons. Imagine the amazing amazing games we could play on our phones if we paid developers enough to create them. All right, here we go. One such game that you can support is Battle Station, and there's a link, presumably, to the page where you can buy the game. How we can fix this? They literally this? let him shill how, his game. How can we dude. fix this? Buy but, my game. It's, that's it's literally what he says, dude. Well, you know what? This guy's the worst. Maybe like, Jonathan Blow has nothing <laughs> on this. <laughs> right now, no, right? what if he's just really smart and he wrote a piece to make people really he pissed off? He's smart, dude. What if he knew this was pissed no, off? No, there's people. There's people like this out there. All right, Josh. Whenever we say the name of the game, I want you to bleep it out. 
So Ellie, this guy gets no views and no support for okay. this game. What's the name of the game again? Battle oh, he Dicks. is from Finland. I was fucking right. That's awesome. Battle Station Harbinger? Battlefront? Oh, Hardline. Battlefront Hardline. <laughs> you're going to take the audio of me saying okay. that. You're... May I, let, may Every I, time we say ah, that. Ah, oh, ah. Let me just read the part of the paragraph here. As the industry stands, there is no room for creativity anymore, no room for the passion projects. There is only room for those who want to build games that milk their customers without making them angry, because that is the only way we can survive. It's not about making good games right now. The consumer doesn't care enough. He blamed the consumer for not caring about his game. I hope that we can come together to enact change in the industry before the effect becomes irreversible. So, in a, like, we were kind of saying that earlier, but we were taking it from the other perspective that the consumer deserves more this guy's like the consumer is so fucking stupid yeah and they want the shittiest games and they don't want mine that's read between the lines that's what he's saying yeah and yeah that's it yeah he's the founder of, he's the founder CEO of the up and coming Bug Bite Limited in Turku, Finland yeah don't buy them alright I mean I, I oh it had a Kickstarter dude how much money did this guy we can move on but I read it I, I, no I'm interested to see the Kickstarter 905 backers pledged $18,254 to help bring this project. Out of what? What's their what goal? It was? I don't know. Oh, they met the goal. Oh, they met the goal. I assume they did because it said, it. well, it article was written in October and it said it'll be out in 2016. Uh, for It also comes out for Mac and PC, so he's bitching about mobile, but it's going to be out on Steam, presumably. So. Listen, iDubs, if you're listening to this, oh, the goal was 10000 do a Kickstarter crap on that. Yeah, the goal was 10000 bucks. so. Right, well, whoop de fucking do Good for right. him. And his parents. And we didn't even talk about Mighty Number no. Nine. I don't mean, know that's going to come up, but no. did you hear about Mighty Number no. Nine? Yeah, I did. We'll, we'll talk, talk about that. that. We'll show that game out next week. Oh, All right. That's so cool. that was a fucking unpopular opinion. Yeah. All right. That he wrote. Yeah. Obviously, none of us share that. So I'd like to throw mine in here. I don't expect to spend too much time on it, but I'd like to talk about it. Yeah. I'm wearing my Star Wars shirt for it. It has to deal with Star Wars. Okay. Episode eight has been delayed. Okay, by seven months. I'll, I'll give you a second to finish really? crying. It's been that, like that long? Yeah. It was supposed to come out in May, now it's not coming out until December. Wow. I didn't I didn't consider that. Seven months. Wow. So, here's the thing. Number one, I know we're all excited for the next main installment, but guess what? Rogue One comes out this year. So what? Can we focus on that first, please? I'd like to. Rogue One is going to be slick. It's going to be a fucking dark, gritty Star Wars movie that's not going to be like other Star Wars movies, and my fucking body is ready. I'm ready to fucking take... Who the fuck's directing that one? Gareth Edwards Dill and shove it into my mouth. I knew it was coming. When okay. you said I'm about to take, I was like, it's a dick and it's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that comes out December sixteenth of this yeah. year. Alright? Yeah. So let's let's get hyped about that first. Now everyone that's complaining about episode eight being delayed. I should give some background on it first before I go too ham here. Episode eight was delayed. Okay. Again, like I said, from May to December. I think it comes out fifteenth of twenty seventeen. Rumored that they're doing a script rewrite because they want to focus on the characters that they introduced in The Force Awakens more than introduce so many new characters. And that was a problem that people had with The Force Awakens where they didn't really spend too much time developing these characters. But that's rumored. We don't even know if that's the actual reason why it was delayed or the scripting rewritten or whatever. Yeah. Okay? A lot of people that are involved in it have read the script and said that the script is amazing, including J.J. Abrams. Mm -hmm. Okay? Let's just fucking talk about that for a second. Anything that J.J. says now after watching that movie, I'm going to fucking take and I'm going to fucking suck it off nice and going to consider it gold. What about 10 Cloverfield Lane not being an actual film made by him? He's producing that, maybe. But it wasn't actually a Cloverfield film. Oh, originally, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a smart move. Could be. Who knows? Sorry for that. I just wanted to throw that in. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But... 
I don't know, understand, number one, why, if you don't take those rumors, why we wouldn't want to give them as much time as they possibly could take on the film. Okay? It just started filming. Literally. Just started filming last yeah. week. I sent you a photo, actually, of yeah. Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Ridley on, yeah, on she, uh, Instagram. She got a bouquet of flowers and had a little card yeah. next to it. They oh, I said eight, yeah. Yeah, they just started filming it. Okay? They just started filming it. So let's give them a little more than a year and a half to fucking fine-tune it. I feel like it's good we have this approach with games so we can apply it to other media, but mm-hmm. yeah. obviously movies, especially Star Wars, making all this fucking money yeah. as more people like it, so there's a lot of people that are like... Man, I want it right now. Which yeah. we all want it now, but yeah. it's gotta so, take its time. I'd like first. to fucking watch all of them right were, now. There were three but, years in between all of them. Yeah. And then of course the fifteen year gap And let's also look at it in a, a larger picture, right? Episode eight is just a tiny little slice of what we're getting. We still have one, two, five more Star Wars movies coming up that we know of. Yeah, and then the comment you made earlier about Bob Iger. There's probably another fucking trilogy coming after that. Mm-hmm. Okay? So let's just talk about that. Then you have your other supplemental stuff like the TV show Rebels, which is fucking amazing. It's one of the best television shows I've ever watched. And if you're a Star Wars fan, you will suck the shit out of that show off, okay? It's so good. Not to mention, if you haven't watched it, go back and watch the Clone Wars cartoons, which are amazing, okay? You also have all the fucking comic books. You have all the fucking books that are coming out that are all fucking canon. old movies. Go enjoy those right now. And don't fucking cry about episode eight. You know what? We only have to wait fucking two years, okay? People had to wait fucking... Millions of years for episode seven, dude. Okay? And I had to wait three plus years in between episode four, five, and six. Or, yeah, four, five, and six when they came out. So let's not fucking cry, okay, as a Star Wars community about them taking more time. And then there's another thing, dude. The fucking bring George Lucas back petition. You can kill yourselves, all of you. You can slit your own fucking throats and I'll watch you all bleed out one by one. Okay, so that's what I want to say about that, okay? Listen to me. Fucking... Ryan Johnson is going to do a slick job with that movie. Yeah, okay? I'm excited. He directed Ozymandias, which is one of the best episodes of Breaking Bad, including Fly he also directed, which is my favorite episode of Breaking Bad. So you can all fucking jump off a cliff and die. You want George Lucas back? Look what he did in the prequels. Look at his fucking comments about calling Disney white slavers. And seriously, fucking kill yourselves. Now, Josh, you're just as bad now. You're ordering people to kill themselves. Slit yeah. Anyone that signed a petition, dead. All right. Kill you myself. Is that all? I'm done. I have one thing I want to bring up, and it's, I guess I can form this in, into an unpopular opinion, but I kind of want to, I didn't talk to you about this yet, but I maybe I did talk to you about this before. I go on YouTube channels, and I go to the videos, and I scroll down to the comments, see what, and that's I see, your first mistake. And I see these comments that, this is the trigger cast, because I'm triggered, alright? They used to do that to me, and I stopped. So, I'm going to read you a comment that was left on a video that I, I watched. So the video... The video was the reveal trailer for Song of the Deep, which is the game being made by Insomniac mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and published by GameStop. Now, number that's one, weird, I don't necessarily think that that game looks good. I think it looks like a water level from Rayman Legends, and I think that those aren't necessarily the best. And I think that underwater games in general are not good. This one could prove me wrong. Maybe this will be a good game. I don't know. And GameStop is publishing it. GameStop is publishing it, which means they're making the bank on a game. Well, they're once. they're moving into new territories. They're closing more stores. They're moving more to digital. They're probably they want to expand themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. They they bought Think Geek. So, I am just upset that Insomniac is making a game. I think it, is it PlayStation Four? This is a PlayStation Four exclusive, apparently. Oh, it's coming to Xbox. Is it? The, tr- the the trailer here only listed PS Four. Maybe because it's on the PlayStation oh, channel. Really? Yeah, probably. Oh, that's um, weird. So regardless, Insomniac just made Sunset Overdrive, they made right. Ratchet and Clank, and then they make this? No. Maybe it's a side, a side, John. Want to suck me off, Chris? All right, go ahead. 
Uh, it's a side game. It's a side scroll game. It's not. It's not anything crazy. But this comment is one of many that I see. And I've told you about this before. I really hate people that hate on indies and people that think indies aren't any any better than triple A's because sometimes they are, and we've discussed this. Do I need to throw up a trigger warning? No, but you can throw up a link to like our video where we talk about how indies are better. Indies are just as good. Trig okay, trigger warning. Okay. Demon Wrath Death Rain Incorporated comments. <laughs> PS4 doesn't need more retro games. Why make a powerful console just to make retro titles? Should have just made a console called PlayStation Retro. To which I replied, What an ignorant statement. How the hell is this retro? And he deleted his comment. Damn. You told him off, dude. Now, what the fuck does this even mean? He's a he's a young goon, is what they they say in the the social media sphere. Y u n g space g o o n. With like a couple emojis like this, like crying he's face emojis, probably, like I don't know, just a normie. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I really do. No, I think that's Chris. Listen, there's falling apart at the seams, but listen, there's no validity in people like that. I think they should go George. <laughs> go join the people that are with the George Lucas bring back George Lucas thing and they should all just go on their merry way and die listen Death Rain Demon <laughs> Death Rain Demon Slayer Inc. Cut the Destroyer I thought this was like Demon Wrath Death Rain Inc is his name listen if you don't like with a name like that if you don't like Indies fine but guess what Indies spice up the fucking gaming community someone called them fillers oh my and I was like what Indie games aren't indie games. They're games. Yeah, I would say the line is blurring now. And even, like, retro is even more subjective than indie. How like, the fuck is that game retro? It depends on how... Because it's not 3D. It's dude. obviously from the fucking 50s, dude. It's a side-scroller. Yeah. I didn't know a side-scroller is called retro now. Well, for him it is. So, Dark Rain, Demon. Death, Ink, fucking... Yeah. For him it is. I don't even have anything to say. And for us, we're done. That'll do it. That'll do it for Haptocast episode 5, People of Earth. Make sure that you LCS, like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, share it, you know, wax your eyebrows and make sure your eyelashes are curled. I'm Josh Tall, Brett Roberts, Stephen Hemistry. We'll see you guys next time.